Welcome to Her Soul Speaks, a podcast about her faith, her family, her femininity, and everything in between. We hope this podcast encourages and inspires you on your walk with God. We're your hosts, Essence and Renee, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. guys welcome back to this episode of her soul speaks which is about her father yes because it's i mean after the it will be father's day actually after this comes out father's day would have passed right? no past past pastor wow no it's gonna, oh, no, coming it's gonna up. be coming up yes okay. before because we did time we strategically timed this let's let's yes. not pretend so like it'll drop the next. week of father's so day we're gonna be talking about um her father and um, you know, before you click out of the video thinking I'm not a dad or I'm not close to my father, like this episode can definitely bless you. It can mm-hmm. minister to you. This episode is for everybody, not just people who have had an experience with their father or not. But, um, you know, I think the good thing about this podcast being her father is that we're not only talking about physical fathers we're talking about spiritual fathers we're talking about our heavenly father um and so anybody can really gain an experience or a perspective actually i should say from listening to this podcast so yeah um let's talk about our physical physical fathers what kind of relationship did you have with your your dad um okay so my situation is a bit different but maybe it's the same as some other people so i have a father who helped get me here and then i have a father who actually um raised me so my biological father he lived in florida um, when i was growing up and so i didn't see him for the first time to my knowledge until i was about 10 or 11 years old um and so like we were cool in the sense that we kept in contact he would call every once in a while he would send um gifts which um at the time I was about that um (laughs) and then my um my stepdad um who was in the house um he was very hands-on like I feel like I'd never felt like the stepchild right um but he was yeah he was amazing and um yeah I loved loved my daddy I know that you mentioned on the podcast a while ago in one of our season one episodes about mm-hmm. like um, your relationship with your dad and kind of like your overall feelings and and um, experiences with him. Do you think that those things had a significant role like in your, you know, your life growing up? Because yeah. it's different for you. It's not like you had an absentee father in right. general because you had a very active father growing right. up. So you never felt that void necessarily. Mm-hmm. But then I, I can almost imagine like, but you did have like a biological dad and he mm-hmm. has uh, other kids and like yeah. another family. So like, how did that impact your life? Um, I think initially, like, like I said, like it didn't bother me because I had someone that was filling that role that I never felt like I wasn't his. So I think that kind of helped. There were moments, um, I think naturally when you have conversations kind of like this when you have to talk about your father and then that moment where you're like okay well I actually have two and da, 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 da. like not the two that are popular right now but you know <laughs> just two in the sense of a biological and a step um father um but for me I feel like it it almost did more good than than bad because it gave me just a different appreciation for yeah. the role of a father how about you like what was your relationship like growing up with your dad um so with my dad it was it was 
okay, different. So I feel like I came from a single parent household. However, I always knew my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was younger, um, my I think like before I even had real memories or whatever, like up until about the age of two or three, my mom kept me from my, my dad because they mm-hmm. were young parents. They had me at like 22 years old. And I just feel like having like past that age now, I can... I can see how things can go super left when you're right. like pretty much just high school sweethearts right. and like, you know, immature, you get pregnant at 21 and like whatever and all of that stuff. So I feel like for me growing up, I knew my dad, I knew who he was and stuff like that, but I was just really used to him not being in my life. That was a normal thing. That wasn't like, oh, like my dad came and left or he was never there is like, oh, my dad lives in a different city and I would see him on the weekends and that was normal for me. Right. And it wasn't until I got a little bit older where I was like, oh, like a lot of people have their dads in their life. Like, okay, that's kind of different. Yeah. Um, I remember somebody asking me like, how is it, how does it feel growing up in your house without a dad? And I was like, well, how, how does it feel growing up in a house with your dad? Yeah. Like it's normal to you just as the way it's normal to me. Although I know that's not the way that God intended it to be. That yeah. was my normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do feel like it did affect my life. I have a spoken word where I, I mention him and talk about that experience. Same thing. Like you said, like he would always buy me like the more expensive gifts and yeah. like whatever. And I could always look forward to that. But eventually that kind of like dwindles and yeah. you're like, well, that's nice, but I would rather like a proper relationship with exactly. you. Um, and then, yeah, like as I've gotten older, actually, um, like in the past, probably I'd say 10 years or so, I've gone, I've gotten a lot more closer to my dad. Like yeah. we talk all the time. Um, we have a really, really, really close relationship now and a really good relationship. But I think as a kid for him too, like, sorry, for me as a kid and for him during that time when I was a kid, it was awkward for him yeah. too. Like, he doesn't know what I'm thinking. He doesn't know. He's trying to win me over in certain ways. And yeah. I was really quiet when I was young. And he has a whole new family, a different family with my mm-hmm. brothers. And they live there and in a nice big house. And I live in an apartment back in Toronto. And it just, yeah. I feel like maybe for him, he probably felt maybe a little bit of um, guilt, you know? For sure. Um, and so I feel like now that we've been able to, like, repair not repair because we never actually had to talk about it. But now that we've gotten to a like point of maturity and stuff, our relationship has definitely has grown. Yeah. And do you think that having those experiences that you had, like growing up, where your dad wasn't necessarily there, but he was he gave you stuff, so it kind of felt filled voids that maybe your mom wasn't able to fill at that time because of financial reasons. But how does how do you think that translated into your relationship? Um, with God, because I know that a lot of people, when they get saved, they, if they didn't have a relationship with their father, it's almost like, how do I now have this hierarchy in my life where, you know, this lordship thing, this, you know, allowing someone to come and do all the things that a father does, all the things that God intends, wow, (laughs) he intends to do and um, live with us, right? So I think like, you know, the, the tight, like God has many titles, right? Like we call God so many things. We mm-hmm. call him our provider. We call him, um, our protector. We call him our father. We call him our Lord. We right. call him our God. We call him, you know, Yahweh. We call like every, there's so many names for yes. God. Um, and the one father for me just felt like any other name, to be honest, like mm. God, my father, you know, the, in the, um, the Lord's prayer, our father who are in heaven. It was just, right. Yeah, just another name we call God. That's that's how I felt. And I felt like the reason why I think like thought like that is because I thought of 
God the same way I thought about my dad. Right. Like you're just like your there. view of what the role of the father is. Exactly. Is kind of like if you're this, then yeah, father to me was just anyway? like you're just there, right? And you play a role, but mm-hmm. you're not. Maybe you're not that active, right? Um, you know, not that you're not important, but you're just kind of there like it's just another title pretty much and I feel like especially when you grow up with a dad who maybe you're not super close to or you have a distant relationship it's that's that's just your attitude you can't you don't know any differently so for me God being my father was just another title yeah um and it wasn't until I started going through more experiences harder things in life where I started studying about like what does it mean for God to be our father and then I think about you know um my husband and the father that he is to our son and I think about the relationship I have with my dad now and how I see other people um, interact with their children and just what I know about being a father what that's like and even being a mother obviously we know God is not a mother but just as a parent like what kind of relationship you want with your kid and what you think I'm like God being my father is such an intimate thing yes like he's not just a guy up there in the sky you know Mm -hmm. we like to say the big man upstairs or whatever like he's our father so Mm -hmm. when you think about like Think, like I know a lot of people maybe don't have a relationship with their father, but think about your parent, whatever, whoever that is for you. It could be a mom, it could be your dad, your parent. They want the best for you. Yeah. They bless you. They look out for you. They protect you. They would give anything for you. Yeah. And that's me also speaking from, you know, as a mom, like I will do absolutely anything for my son. Like if we need, if I needed to like sell everything just so he could have enough, or if I need to not eat so he can eat. Right. We're gonna. There's no questions. Yeah, and I think that's why God even put that parallel in there, um, and gave us the example here on Earth of what a father looks like, because it helps us to envision Him better. And obviously, it's unfortunate, you know, because of the result of sin and so many different things, that sometimes people don't get to experience what a father is in the way that He intended it to be. Um, but then He is still there, and He is still everything a father is supposed to be, and so. Um, I like, I love that attribute about God actually. Yeah. Because I think that we can all relate to God in different ways and God shows himself in different ways for like all of our situations. Like yeah. I feel like God naming himself as the provider when you're going through like financial struggles or whatever, you can always reference to the Bible as God being your provider, mm-hmm. you know, your protector, like anything in any role or any situation you're going through, like God has a title for himself for that. Yeah. And that's because he's the be all end all kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I know for me when I was um, a newer convert and like just thinking about fatherhood and like God being my father, I didn't really think twice about it, but then it became a thing of, okay, if God is my father, then what does he think about me? Yeah. Right. Like he's not like my earthly father. Right. He's not flawed. He's not going to leave me. He's mm-hmm. not going to go form another family without me you know what I mean he's not going to betray me he's not going to um not keep his promises right and he's also not going to just shower me with a whole bunch of unnecessary gifts just to win me over like he is like a just fair dad yeah um and I remember when I was working at I was working for this company there were a lot of Jewish kids there and they would call their they would I would hear them calling their dad's Abba Mm -hmm. and I remember being like why like this is a real thing like yeah. you don't you you don't, don't make, use that every day yeah you don't like, make that I mean, earthly connection to right. like we're not walking around calling our dads abba like right. at all but i'm like this is like the fatherhood like the the yeah i guess you can say like fatherhood in motion like in real like played yeah. out on earth like the kids basically abba's like daddy yeah that's that's what it is and can you imagine calling dad calling god daddy like that's so almost like like oh i don't want to yeah not like you know i gotta yeah, i gotta that's, that's pay reverence to, to say him. father yeah but think about it like 
even when we pray, like the Bible tells us to come like as children. Yeah. Right. Like come before him. Like you're asking your dad for something. Right. And I, sorry, cut you off, but I do remember, um, <laughs> as like even a newer convert, there was someone in our church that would always say, um, father in their prayer when they would like refer to God when we'd like pray corporately they, mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say it because I can't say it without <laughs> without mimicking them but I always like you know after taking that moment where I kind of giggled to myself I also thought like it's crazy not crazy but it's amazing to think how um we we have this this um this lineage you know what I mean like how we're grafted into the the family of God and so that's just how the roles are played like we are children yeah um, of the most high God so to call him father isn't really strange at all if anything it's a privilege because so many people like you were saying like so many people grow up without their fathers um and we could grow up without an earthly one but God is still very much present very much there like you were saying the protector the provider um and just always there, you know, the Bible says that he'll never leave nor forsake us. And I think that's something that a lot of people can cling to, especially knowing that um, they might have had a father that walked out on them yeah. or walked out on their mother, whatever the situation is. Sometimes we can take those things personally and not realize that, you know, some people have other things that they're dealing with that you might think like, oh, I just want to know you. But maybe it was best that you didn't mm. um, in a certain season. But it's never best that you didn't know God. Mm, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, you always And I feel like, you know, we, we think about like, like if we knew the way that God fought towards us, like, I don't know the, like I just know from his word, but right. I can never know the way he knows. But if we think about the relationship that God wants to have with mm-hmm. us, sometimes like I think about some women, I was talking to somebody the other day and she was talking about, um, having different sexual partners mm. and her possibly getting pregnant. Right. And um, she was talking about, like, she was asking her partner, like, you know, if I got pregnant, you know, when we were together, like, are you cool with me having an abortion? And the guys, she's like, she, she'll only, she will only engage with people who were like, yeah, you're okay to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. But the guys who said, no, like, I wouldn't let you have an abortion. She's not going to be intimate with them because they would want to keep the child. Wow. And I'm like you don't find a lot of guys like that. Right. You don't find a lot of guys who are being like, I'm going to take responsibility for my child, even though we're not in a long-term relationship, we're not married, we're not whatever, but I want that because that is my child. Like that is, that's not the best example, but that's how God is after us. He wants us. He Mm -hmm. doesn't, he doesn't want us to like just go off and, you know, be a stepchild to some other person or be taken care of by just mom or just by your earthly parents. Like God is always like in pursuit after us. And I feel like if we knew how much God wanted us and how much God was after us, we would take that time to carve out that relationship with him. You know what I mean? Like uh, the scripture, the scripture comes to mind, Matthew 7, 11, that says, if if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven, give good gifts to those who ask him. Yeah. And it's almost like, just ask your dad. Like, if you want something, just ask your dad. Yeah. He may not give it to you because your your parents and your father and your heavenly father know what's best for you. Yeah. But come to him like that. Yes. Like, if we, if I can go and be like, you know, it's going to be Tobias's birthday. I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to do that. And I'm just a sinner here on earth. How much more am I perfect heavenly father? Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because we we get so fearful sometimes on how to approach him, mm. but it's like, he just wants you to approach him. Like, I don't know if you've ever, 
um, had an issue or, you know, come up to a situation where you felt like, oh man, like I gotta tell my mom dad, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And then it's just kind of like, there's just that fear, like, oh man, like, are they going to say this? They're going to say that. Yeah. And, but it's like, they love you so much that despite whatever wrong you did, you just going to them, like speak so much volumes about that relationship that you have. And it's, it's the same thing when it comes to God, when we sin, when we fall short, like he still wants us very much to come to him and to confess those things. Um, because I think, just like with an earthly father, that example, it, it almost shows relationship more than anything else yeah, that like you are ready true. and willing. Like I have fallen, but I trust that despite that your love is not going to change. And that's why I'm coming to you, um, coming to you with this. So thinking about fathers, do you have a spiritual father that you can think of? Or like a, a man specifically in your Christian walk that has made like a huge um, impact um, on your life? <sighs> I can't say that I have a spiritual father like that, but mm-hmm. I have, because I mean, knowing, knowing the type of relationship some people have with their spiritual fathers, it's literally like someone they go to yeah. all the time who, you know, they, they're going through something, they'll ask them that person for advice. I wouldn't say I have a spiritual father in that sense, right? like in the same way I have a relationship with my earthly father, like, okay. and I just, this is just my spiritual one, but I definitely have people who I respect and people who I feel like have played a role like there's some certain people we're not even that close and it's like you've you've I guess carved out a relationship in my life without Mm -hmm. even knowing it like you've been an example I've seen you with your family I've seen you as a husband like before I got saved and became a Christian I have I have people in my family who are married like a lot of my aunts and uncles are married for Mm -hmm. over 20 30 years so that's not that's not, not like, common. yeah, it's not right. like a thing like, oh, I didn't see any married people together. No. But when I came into the kingdom, I saw what godly relationships yeah. was like. And that, I feel like that's so different because ultimately it's nice to be married, but I'm trying to have a godly relationship. Yes. And so when I got saved and I saw people in the church, even people who I don't really talk to that much or whatever, I was able to see examples of what it's like to be a godly father, yeah. a spiritual father, um, people just acting out their relationships with God in open. I, I felt like this was the first time when I, I saw men being vulnerable. Yeah. Like that's not even a thing in our society. Like it's true. It's either like you're um an alpha male or you're like a guy girl yeah. these days. Like, you know what I mean? Like a guy who like, you're like Harry Styles and you wear skirts and you paint your nails. There's almost like no oh middle, yeah. middle ground. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I feel like when I got saved and I, I came into the church, I saw men like lifting their hands and crying out to God. Yeah. And I'm like, that just goes to show you have a personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? Um, I'd say a, a few in different ways. Like yeah, there are definitely a lot of amazing men within our church that have made an impact in my life, whether they know it or not. Um, I think I've tried my best over the years to tell those who mm-hmm. I think have that they have. Um, but it's almost like it's almost like when you think of an earthly father that doesn't, for example, for me, like I had my biological father who doesn't live in the country. So I don't see him um, ever. I've seen him like three times in my life and that's, it is what it is. Um, But there's, there's still something there, even Mm -hmm. though it's, it's not much, there's still something there. And there are people who it's kind of like that. It's, we don't necessarily talk every day, but you've made an impact in my life during one stage or another, whether it was when I was a babe, while it was, while I was transitioning from, you know, 
teenage years to young adulthood, um, things like that. I think overall, naturally, when you think spiritual father, people a lot a lot of times will just think of their pastor yeah. um, because he's, you know, protecting and providing for you spiritually. He's guiding you. Um, he's helping, you know, feed you really um, spiritually. So I would say like, you know, pastor would definitely be one of them. And then there's just other, like I said, other men. So I can think of like my new convert class teacher Mm -hmm. who, um, even now, like, I feel like I just have like the utmost respect for Mm him. Um, love him to death. Um, yeah, there's just so many different, Yeah, I feel like um, different roles, different roles. It's almost like, cause I feel like with, um, my new convert teacher, my Sunday school teacher, it was like, you're you're my reference point. You're the yes. one teaching me about what it's like to be saved. Exactly. How to read your Bible, what these words mean, what these terms mean. When people yeah. talk about speaking in tongues, what that means, you know, right. or like you know, whoever. Um, usually, like in our church, it's um the new the the new convert teacher, right. and I think like the leader, like the door director Bible of the church or something, who baptizes like you. Like who is it? It's usually <gasps> like the new convert teacher, like who's ever running the new convert class, and then I think like almost like the door director at the time or like the leader okay. of the church i think that's that's fair it's two people yeah it's two men usually two people yeah but even like those things like i still have like the pictures of when i got mm-hmm. baptized and like seeing those men who baptized me still being in the yes. church like it's almost like yeah maybe you're not a spiritual father in the sense of me like texting you and calling you in like right how do i do this but like you are a pillar yeah. in my life and the same thing about like our pastor pastor mike is like he has literally seen us from the little 17 year old the raggedy yeah. you know perm with the bang girl come in to like now like <laughs> she's laughing because she remembers the bangs oh um not that bang. <laughs> to now like you know marrying us off yeah. and like christening our children yeah. like that is crazy mm-hmm. but it's like it's not, it's you don't really think about i guess what it is with me with maybe my pastor is like i didn't never think about him not being there right and i feel like it's like that with your parents yeah they just just feel like they're always there and you're always there you know what i mean exactly but if you look at it like spiritual leaders and spiritual fathers they're like beacons of light Mm -hmm. and they're kind of the ones that guide you like when you think about a lighthouse the lighthouse is up it's a tall figure it's a strong figure and it's a guiding light on it to show the boats like where to go and it's it's always just like a, a beacon and i feel like it's the same way like whatever spiritual father that you have or even fathers in the home that's pretty much what they are they're a beacon mm-hmm. of light like someone who can guide you someone that's grounded something yeah. that's firm um and ultimately someone that carries you now just to kind of derail a lit just a teen source here <laughs> a lot of other religions have a problem with the trinity okay they don't understand right father son holy spirit mm-hmm. and people try to describe it as like water you know like it's it's steam and then it's like water and then it's like ice you know it's still water but it's like three forms in one and all of this different stuff and preparing for the episode i found this this kind of quote that i felt like was so such a good explanation of explaining like how the father son and the holy spirit are all god right um and equal but different right so um the quote says what distinguishes the son from the father is not the quality of his being but the function of their relationship Mm. i.e the son coming into the world to do the father's will and so it's not a thing of if the son is lesser than the father or if the spirit is lesser than the father or if the father is more dominant than the son it's it's not the quality of their being, but the function of their relationship, just literally what they do and how they act out their 
their personhood deity. on yeah their deity <laughs> on on earth basically yeah. and so we think about god being like god the father and the big one and the creator and then we think about the son as like oh he just had to come to earth to like save us and yeah. then we think about the holy spirit as like you just hey, carrying us through you know so that we don't just checking us every you had to come to- after jesus yeah, and then you go leave trying to like check us or whatever so like how do you describe the father in sense in the sense of like his role in the trinity like how do you explain that to somebody who doesn't understand it or to like to a new someone who's from a different religion or something like right um i would i don't know it's a lot of pressure (laughs) um i guess like right off the top of my head i think of like a house i guess Mm. and how like a house is a house Mm -hmm. like period Mm -hmm. and there are different components Mm, to the house mm -hmm. like i guess god could kind of be like the roof Mm -hmm. like he is he is the top the Mm -hmm. point like where everything Mm -hmm. streams from but without the house there is no roof without Mm -hmm. the roof there is no house so it's kind of like they they just they all coexist like a roof on its own is not a house it's it's not exactly the rooms on its own are not not a house but they all work together to be a house. a house pretty much what you're saying i get it i get the I, that's pretty much the best way that I think. <laughs> I you know what i think you know what i think about ultimately is like when you pray okay now i i make this mistake a lot and i know other people do too but people will pray and say like oh lord jesus our father okay or like <laughs> god our father lord jesus that's a whole lot of- you know but you know what i mean like because sometimes when you're just praying you're just spewing out different things come home yeah. spirit father god like right. you're just saying all <laughs> ollie i'll show up at my door right now <laughs> you're saying all the christian words yes i feel like what helps you to understand father son and holy spirit in the trinity is how you pray mm. addressing addressing each um i don't want to say element each person of the trinity in the rightful place helps right. you understand. So when you're, for example, if you're somebody who you're trying to, you're trying to get that relationship with God as your father, you have, maybe you have an absent father or you just don't really see God as your father. Start praying things like God, my father, I thank you that you love me. Mm-hmm. I thank you that you're a protector over me. God, um, you are a father to me. Even when um, I, I didn't listen to you when yeah. I was when I was sinful when I've disobeyed you you're still mm-hmm. a father to me and start almost like sometimes we have to speak it out yeah. and then for it to like register back in our right. brains because that we wouldn't say like thank you Holy Spirit for um, you know like what was the example I just made thank you Holy Spirit for being there for me even when I disobeyed you right like you wouldn't say that about the Holy yeah. Spirit it's like the attribute that they possess and that they declare even in the word of God is that's where you meet them exactly. it's like when you like yeah I can totally understand that like seeing like if I was praying for something that maybe I was dealing with like some type of temptation like you know Jesus I would probably address because he, he lived and experienced yes. those things and you know what I mean it's yeah. almost like in a sense, he's the overseer of that element oh, or yeah, like that, the, the person. That's where you can connect person. with that. You know what I mean? Um, but it's very, it's just very interesting because I think God put, not even put, but is triune for a reason also. Mm. And like, I think that we, we naturally mm. require um, that someone that's like a father Mm. someone who is not necessarily up here but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. who's lived as we lived which would be jesus and then um someone that literally helps to guide our 
entire mm-hmm. well-being do you know mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. i feel like holy spirit just helps to orchestrate things yeah. holy spirit brings speaks to your conscience peace. your yeah. conscious exactly and so it's just very interesting how they all work out and ultimately it just really goes to show how important the role of the father is If you like what you're hearing so far, be sure to follow us on the platform where you listen to your podcast. And follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Now, back to the episode. Alright, so I guess to kind of like wrap it up and to ask you a question. Do you think that not having an active father in your earthly life makes it hard for you to relate to God as a father in your Christianity? I think it would definitely pose challenges. There's no way that you can, um, not there's no way, but it's, it's anything It's harder to accept in the supernatural if you haven't really necessarily seen an example in the natural. So, you know, it might be harder for someone to understand and experience healing if they've never seen it before. Mm. Um, and we know that God is not visible to our eyes. And so a lot of people have difficulty just grasping that concept on its own. Um, but I think it, it just goes to show you how good God is. He wants there to be things on earth that will help us to relate to the things that are supernatural, the things that are in heaven. So you might not have had a personal relationship with your own father, but there are many examples throughout the world. You know that without a father or without a man, there cannot be you. You know that um, if you've watched any TV show or movie that, you know, the role of the father is there and how it's depicted and what impact it makes um, on people's lives. So I think even though it might pose as a challenge, it doesn't discount you Mm -hmm. from the ability to come into a right relationship with God. And I think too, like acknowledging God as your father, like even in the small little example of prayer that I gave can really bring a new dynamic to your Mm -hmm. faith and your Christianity. Like it can bring more of a, a dimension and Mm -hmm. a real, a real understanding of who God is and how he sees you. I think that um, if you're not really paying too much attention to it, or if it's not really something that you thought about, start studying like God as our father, look yeah. up scriptures about God being a father. And when he referenced himself like that, right. like when God references himself as something, it's, it's because he's portraying to us that this is who I am for you. Like he's not yeah. doing it by accident. Like he's not right. calling himself a father because he thought it was cool or because like, he just couldn't think of something else. Yeah. Like he's telling you about himself, right? Exactly. If God says I'm your protector, if Jesus says I'm your shepherd, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's, all of the things that we see in the Bible, titles that God uses for himself, titles that the Holy Spirit and Jesus possess in and of themselves are all for a reason. Like there's right. a reason why we call the Holy Spirit the counselor, yeah. right? This because it's like someone speaking to our conscious, yeah. knowing our inner thoughts. It's the reason why we call Jesus our shepherd because a shepherd watches over the sheep mm-hmm. and guides them. There's a reason why we refer to God as our creator and our yeah. father. It's because he has an over, um, an overarching... Um, hand on our life like he he sees us he he knows us he formed us so um yeah we just encourage you guys to get to know god as a father and Mm -hmm. we think that it can transform your relationship with